Hey guys, welcome back. What's Babylon? I'm your host, Lauren, and I'm here with my roommate, Miranda. Hello. Um, this podcast is for my class where we talk about the psychological effects of the internet and how online education could be beneficial or not beneficial. Mm-hmm. And uh, Miranda's here because, she, I don't know. For moral support. <laughs> for moral support. So let's get into today's podcast. Yeah, let's do it. This is part two of the last episode. Last episode, we talked about what an, a meta-analysis is. This episode, we're applying it to online learning. Hell yeah. Let's go. Let's I don't know go. if you can say that either. I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> But that's okay, because who's listening anyways? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Um, anyway, so today we're going to start off by talking about online learning. We've talked about this a lot in the past, and lucky for you guys, I think we're eventually going to move on just to the internet in general. <laughs> we'll get there, though. Yeah, we'll get there, though. <laughs> so, I would like to start off by talking about... Are you going to do this whole thing? I don't know if I can. I was say, you, you're sitting awfully close to the screen. So, to start, we're going to talk about um, how online learning is one of the fastest growing trends in educational uses of technology and is kind of due to the distance learning could learning during COVID. Okay, should I go now? Sorry, I have really bad eyes. I can't read I that. know, I can tell. Um, okay, yeah. So, um, it's kind of due to distance learning during covid as you said Mm -hmm. um so like online learning was already a thing but covid made it even bigger because more people were learning online and it basically brought up this conversation of like is this beneficial for us and there were so many studies coming out saying oh online education is not good for your children um like basically all the negative stuff but then there was like online education already existed and like they weren't saying that before covid so i don't know so, basically, we had to read this meta-analysis that tries to answer four basic questions. So, how does the effectiveness of online learning compare with face-to-face? Does supplementing face-to-face with online enhance learning? What practices are associated with more effective online learning? And what conditions influence um, the effectiveness of online learning? Um, so, basically, they tried to answer these questions. And since this was a meta-analysis, there was no research performed, or not research, sorry, there was no, like, experimentation, like, there was no study, um, they were combining all these different sources, um, so they used computerized searches of online databases and citations of prior meta-analysis, um, that concerned distance learning. Do you think you could have done all this? No, I could not. You're doing great so far. Thank you. Okay. Um, so the search they did produced 1,132 abstracts. Of those, they found 176 that objectively measured student learning outcomes. Um, so those were the ones they looked at. Um, and then 90 of them compared and contrasted online to face-to-face learning. Um, so those were the main focus. And they essentially produced 50 key study effects. Hmm. Um, which is a lot of information. I don't think you really need to know that. I guess I'm just trying to prove that I did the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Anyway. But you did it, so I'm But proud I of did you. it, and I understand it. Um, so, yeah, the key findings were that students in online conditions performed modestly better than those learning the same material through face-to-face instruction, which is, like, even though it's modestly, like, 
that's still different than what so many people thought. Like, so many people thought that online learning was so bad for you. They're like, you're not learning in the same way you're learning in person. Well, you're the not elderly learning are already, like, get out of your phones. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to be like, stop learning. Even yeah. though the people who are most concerned about it don't even do online learning. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. What, it's just another one of those, like, people fear things. But, like, why should they fear it? They're not going back to school. Yeah. Tuition raised by 4%. Nobody wants to go back to school. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, basically, they interpreted, like, they interpreted this result as, like, online learners can spend more time on tasks um, as compared to, like, face-to-face learners. Um, if you don't understand something, you can spend as much time as you need, like, going over the material. Um, whereas in person, you have, uh, like, you're limited to lecture times. And so, like, if you miss something, you miss something. Which you actually said what two episodes ago you said yeah sometimes i miss stuff and i was like i think that comes up eventually because you can't just like stand up in the lecture hall of a bunch of people and be like hey, hey can, can you go, you back, go back yeah <laughs> can you go back to what you just said yeah so you can like spend more time on stuff when you're in an online thing anyway um the next finding was that effect sizes were larger when online learning was collaborative or instructor directed versus like independent student work um However, there were not many, like, statistically significant influences on student learning from variations, like, in e- implementing online learning. So, like, if you're, um, so, like, basically collaborative and independent were the only two that, like, showed some sort of significant effect. But basically, like, however you choose to implement online learning, like, they'll pretty much learn the same. Essentially. I think. Hopefully I said that correctly. Um, yeah, we'll just... Oh, wait. No, I, I have more notes. Okay. Um, yeah, for me... Oh, yeah, I enjoy independent work. I do. Um, but I need structure, which my therapist actually told me. So now it's confirmed that I need structure. Yeah, you need structure. <laughs> um, but... Um, I'm not your therapist, and I completely need <laughs> Yeah, and so, like, it's all structured. Like, we have units, and they have due dates. Um, but, but, like, it's all, like, I can, I enjoy working independently and, like, not relying on the rest of the class as much to be at the same point I am. Um, and I think collaborative work, like, makes me nervous sometimes. It's those things where it's, like, you want to do good, but you also have to consider you don't want to, like, like, do all the work. You don't want to do not enough work. You don't want to mess it up. You don't want to mess it up. You don't want to um, accidentally do all the work and be controlling mm-hmm. in that sense. And then everybody hates you. Like, there's just so yeah. much to consider. Um, yeah, so it definitely makes me nervous. Anyway, <coughs> um, they also found that the effectiveness of online learning approaches were, like, not really different between different learners, such as, like, undergrad versus grad, um, or between the type of content that's being taught, such as, like, this site class versus an online English class, you know? So, like, those are two different subjects, but, like, there's really no difference in, like, the effectiveness of learning online. Okay. Which is, like, basically what you would say about an in-person lecture, too. It's, like, well, I don't think I'm going to learn anything less in my in-person English class than in my in-person site class, you know? Um, But now it's just applied to the internet, and it's basically the same result. Um, so those were the findings of the meta-analysis, but then there was also a narrative review, um, and that contrasted different versions of online learning from, like, experimental and quasi-experimental studies, 
Um, and there were five results here, and I don't know. We'll see if I can get through these kind of quickly. Um, so basically, student learning is comparable between purely online learning and blended, so like online and in-person. Um, so this is basically just saying like students will learn about the same either way, like no matter which one they take. Um, the next finding was that frequent online quizzes do not appear to influence the amount students learn online. And I personally love this one because quizzes kind of stress me out. Um, like I most likely know the material, but if I have to take a quiz on it, like I have to work extra hard to like stay calm and remember what I know. And then like, especially if they're time too, then I'm freaking out about how much time I have. That was my biggest thing. Like starting this year, the school year off uh, with OCHEM quizzes. Mm-hmm. I would get so worked up and then I would just so bad but like recently I feel like been like Lauren just calm down just work mm-hmm. at your own pace don't worry about the time until the very end and I've been getting like good good grace nice so I think that's okay. how I was with my history one too because <coughs> like right off the bat my professor's like yeah these are impossible but like yeah why do that though you're just scaring people at that point yeah um but and he's also like there are times like you have like he's like there will be questions that you will not know the answer to um, cause he was like, yeah, that's just natural. Um, because like he wants to make sure we're reading the material. So some of them were like in-depth questions. Like you had to have done the reading to know. Um, but yeah, starting off that way was like really stressful. And then knowing I was going to be time. Do that. Yeah. But it's like, it's open note. Power trip. Yeah. Um, but he says he curves it at the end. So I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, I actually do kind of well on them, but like freaks me out anyway. Um, but yeah, so if quizzes are like no more effective than assigning homework then like please just assign homework like i don't know that's why i love this class it's like it's all homework i don't have to worry about quizzes um it's like i know the material and i know i was actually just talking to my dad about this sorry this is a side tangent but i had to write a paper for said history class right the one that i stayed home the weekend for um and i was like telling my dad everything i had to write in this paper like, explaining every concept, and I was like, yeah, it's like this, and this, I'm like, oh, this is my favorite part, and I just went, and I talked about the whole thing, so he's like, it sounds like you can write this paper, and I was like, I know I can write the paper, I just hate having to write it down into words, because whatever, so it's like, I know I know the material, but oh my god, like, if it was a quiz, I would have been screwed, (laughs) but yeah, um, then we have learning can be enhanced by allowing students to control their interactions with the media, and prompting learning like, learner reflections. Um, I think this is mostly due to the fact that, like, they can choose what they're interested in and then, like, relate it back to class. So it's still schoolwork, but it's more fun because they get to pick what they want, you know? Um, Anyway, the next one is... um, Actually, this one is no extra information. It just, like, provides instructions um, to a large group. Or... How do I explain this one? Let me... Um, providing instructions to a large group seems to be less successful than providing instruction that, like, requires an individual to work on the material independently, if that makes sense. So, like, group instructions rather than being, like, this is what you have to do, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, sorry, that one was really hard for me. Um, like, more personalization fuels more responsibility um I don't know if I feel personally targeted by instructions I feel like I'd be more inclined to complete that task um rather than if the instructions are given to the general (laughs) class I don't know if I'm saying this right 
I think you're doing okay. I may be wrong. Let me reread it. This one provided that I'm providing challenge. Okay, yeah. No, I did read it right. So, to a large group, is less successful than... Maybe I said it wrong earlier, but basically, like, individualized instructions works better than group. And I said I think that's because it's personalized. So, like, I feel like I have more responsibility because they're specifically saying this is what you have mm, to do, you know? Yeah. Okay. You don't have anybody else to, like, account. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I understand. That one was tough for me. <laughs> um, to those viewers at home, uh, oh, <laughs> our here. lights just went out. No, here, it came unplugged. That's because Miranda spilled water on the outlet. No, it was not <laughs> for that reason. But she did just do that. I did just do that not that long ago. Anyway, um, the final one is that extensive use of videos does not seem to enhance the amount that students learn online. Yeah, it gets to a point where there's so many videos, it's like, I don't want to watch these at all. And if they're long. Like, if they're super long, then it's like, I, I like always the, put them in two times speed. I like the dude on the on YouTube. Oh, what is his name? We don't say it's the same guy we talk about, like, every it's unit. Not, it's not the organic chemistry. Oh, okay. I'm saying we've talked about him so much. <laughs> um, uh, what is his name? On YouTube? Yeah. I, oh, I like, would... YouTubers that we watch? Like, Dylan? Or Danny? No, like, informational YouTubers. Oh, so not stupid, funny videos that I sit and laugh at all Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, Khan? We talked about no, him. No, it's right? not Khan Academy. It's like brain something. What? <laughs> you don't know him? I guess I don't know. Like, what kind of educational video? It's a dude who, like, he does a lot of stuff. He just sits in front of the camera and talks, and then there's funny little animations. You've seen him. I don't think I know what you're talking about. It's like, it's, it's the intro. What are you talking about? <coughs> oh Your gosh, flashlight's on. On YouTube? Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Wait, is it like animations? No, it's like a dude with animations. Here, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna... No, wait, you're, is you, it Crash you... Course? Yeah, it's Crash Course. What are you talking about? Yeah, wait, I think I it's know, Crash I know course. exactly what you're talking about. I know, what, I love Crash Course because it's John and Hank Green. Yeah. Or at least it used to be them. I think they have other people doing it now. I don't know. No, the intro is literally like. Is that really how it goes? Yeah. I have to listen. I know what the intro is. Yeah, that's John Green. Yeah. I love Crash Course. Wait, where's the. Oh, here we go. Wait, where's the intro? I would have never guessed that. That was pretty accurate for yeah. me, though. Yeah. But I guess I never paid attention to the intro. Yeah. Actually, I used to watch the site. I like him. I Yeah, I used to watch the site crash course because in high school, they didn't offer a lot of site classes. So I didn't take my first site class till I was a senior. And since I was in middle school, I kind of knew I wanted to go into psychology. But, like, I didn't know anything about psychology, so I used to watch the Crash Course uh, videos. I watched, uh, yeah, Psychology Crash Course in high school. Like, my teacher would put it on. And then I watched uh, 
I've watched the biology crash courses. Yeah. I always watch the history ones, though. They're funny. The history ones are funny, They're so though. funny. The animation's part of it. Yeah, funny. because there's so much wrong with history, <laughs> and they just make fun of it. It's so good. Um, anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um, are we done yet? Actually, I also wa- recently watched Crash Course because they, they do stuff about, like, anatomy. And yeah. it applies to my gender women's studies class. But anyway, um, that was the final one. Oh, awesome. Um... Oh, shoot, wait, no, there's another section. Miranda. Wait, I'm sorry. Um. Um. Oh, wait, this is just my personal thoughts, because that's what this assignment's supposed to be. Like, I'm supposed to reflect with my own thoughts. Um, so basically, I was just saying that, like, I found it really interesting, because most of these facts I would have never guessed. Um, mainly because when COVID hit, I really struggled moving online. Like, it was really hard for me. Um, But reading this, I feel like if we had just been more prepared and the class was set to be an online class, like, it would have been easier. Because I think the thing that happened was um, no one was prepared for it, you know? Like, no one knew. I remember everyone kind of brushing it off, being like, oh, we're not going to be online for that long. They're like, oh, if we even go online, it'll only be for, like, a week or so. And then it was like, no, we were online for so long. And I don't think classes were, like, made to have an online structure um and i think that's why in my head i was like no these i would have never guessed these facts um but like thinking back i actually did really well with my high school history class because we just had to watch a video every day on our own time like we didn't have actual like we didn't have to go to lecture at the time it was set like we just watched videos um and then we completed the assignments when we wanted to Mm -hmm. which is basically like what a lot of these facts were um, I also think COVID left many people like thinking online learning was terrible and had all these negative effect effects. But like the real issue was we physically couldn't have face to face interaction. Like even if we wanted to, like I don't think online learning was the issue. I think it was just we couldn't go out. Depressed. Yeah, like we just couldn't go out and interact with anyone, and people just kind of blamed it on like online learning. You people know, just want to blame something. Yeah. Um, and, like, now we can learn online, but, like, I can still go out and see classmates and, like, interact with people, and I'm learning just as much as I do in my in-person lectures, you know? Um, I think it was just a terrible time, and the research is now showing, um, that the online learning aspect likely isn't the problem. So, yeah, those were my thoughts. I don't know if you had anything to add. No, you yeah. pretty much it up. Well, you don't have any thoughts? Not this time. Wow, okay, anyway. Um, so that was how online learning educates educates us. Hopefully, you feel educated. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hey, bye. This episode of Psychobabbles is sponsored by the word anyways. Why use the phrase in any case when you can shorten it to anyways? Used for over 800 years now and with an unknown origin, it is the best transition word to include into everyday conversations. Disclaimer, we are not actually sponsored by the word anyways.